Welcome to the Moon Room. <laughs> Episode, I think this is three of season three. Happy Labor Day, everybody. This is Labor Day. Um, it. Sorry if you can hear my, my cat sleep over there, but she's like moving around in the bed in her sleep. So it's, it might make some noise. Anyway, <clears throat> today is Labor Day. It's also Beyonce's birthday. So happy birthday to Beyonce. So the last few days, um, I have been like watching a lot of TV. Y'all, I've been... <laughs> I've been taking more of a social media, well, I've been shifting actually, y'all know how I be shape-shifting, so we're mid-shape-shift right now, and when I do that, I'll be watching a lot of shows, so I've been watching, um, oh god, Ratchet right now with Sarah Paulson, um, oh god, this show is so good, <laughs> I had tried to watch this show so many times before, like when it first came out, <clears throat> it's on Netflix, I think, yeah, Netflix, and um, I don't know, something about it, I just couldn't get past the first episode and then like so I think I even jumped into midway of the season and tried to I, I don't know what it, I think I was just American Horror Story was on at the same time and it just didn't make sense seeing Sarah Paulson in like a lot of the the um ooh, one two three on the clock um cast from the American Horror Stories in this new completely um on what is the word um unrelated show <clears throat> so anyways randomly I just started watching it yesterday and I was binging it it is so good <laughs> The costuming is so perfect. Uh, anyway, so watch, watch, it's fun. Anyway, so I've been watching that. And then randomly, like at night, I'd be getting online just to see what's going on in the world. And I was, I happened to see some 90 Day Fiance updates. I have not watched 90 Day Fiance, Fiance since the end of, because um, I'm, I'm not watching the actual current seasons of the 90 Day Fiance show. I'm watch. I'm following my people from previous seasons on the spinoffs. So I think Happily Ever After was where I left off <clears throat> last year when that season ended. And I just didn't, haven't been following any, I didn't even know there was other spinoffs. So here I, um, I was on, on TikTok the other night and I saw that Paul from 90 Day Fiance is missing. And Karini has been making posts about him. Maybe he's dead or whatever, oh, two, three, five on the clock or two, three, four, sorry on the clock um that maybe he's dead or whatever so I was like what's going on so I started deep diving like what the fuck what ha what's been going on since and I learned all a lot about Paul and Karini's story I did not know a lot of the shit that's been going down in their relationship so then I'm like well now I want to know what's going on in, in 90 day fiance land and I just happened to keep scrolling and the next thing that popped up on my thing was um uh, uh Kalini and Asuelo like <laughs> my people I fucking love them too I fucking love Kalini. Anyway, so I saw, <clears throat> I was seeing that there's a new show that they're on called The Last Resort. And I had no idea that this show even existed. So, of course, now, like yesterday, last night, I'm downloading and I'm getting caught up. And I get to see Angela and Michael and all the people from the show that I so love. I didn't even know Molly was with somebody new. Like, I just totally fell off on my people. But, so I've been watching that. Side note, 333, Kalini, Kalini's um, sister. Yes, if I ever meet me Colini, that would be nice. I, I have me a little crush on Colini. <laughs> but anyways, I love I love watching that family. Um, their mom is so is a badass. Like I loved watching their <laughs> the three of those women are so fucking strong. I, I fucking love that show. Anyway, that's where I've been at. I've been deep in my 90 day fiance and watching this new show, Ratchet. And then randomly I I saw today um this 
this woman that had got hit with a brick brick in the face with this big ass like square her face didn't turn into a square like the brick never left her face it looked like it just grew out in the whole ass shape of the brick so i saw that and i think i saw that yesterday and then i was like well you know i let i let kind of uh i wanted to see where the story went right all right so the story has gone where it's gonna go and it got me to a point where okay now i need to speak so i'm gonna first tell a story uh spirit wants me to tell a story about something that i experienced uh in like around 2011 and 2012. so most of y'all know that I am a social, well, I'm a former social worker. I guess once a, once a social worker, always a social worker. So I'm a social worker. And before I became a social, well, I'm, I'm technically like an like MSW, but before I actually went back to school to, to get my master's, um, I was working at Girl Scouts as in, you know, Girl Scouts is technically social work. So, but I wasn't doing the like I was doing admin stuff right so here I am doing admin and one night me and this was yeah it had to be 2011 2012 one night me and my ex go out on a town I think we just went out to like a bar and we just had to be walking through downtown Portland this is when I lived in Portland Oregon so uh, like this is a night I'll never ever forget um so I was we were walking down the street and it, I don't even know how late it was. It had to be, it had to be maybe 11 o'clock at night, something like that. Oh, five, five, five on the clock. And, um, I see a woman on the ground in a blue dress in this, and it was like a night, it was a gown actually. It wasn't just like no dress, like it was an actual halter gown, like satin gown. And it was all bedazzled and she was on the sidewalk and she was like throwing up. And there was a crowd of like a few women around her. She's crying and she's throwing up. So I'm walking up and she's in front of a car. So it's like she's on the ground in front of a car that's parked on the sidewalk. I look and it, there's to my right, there's a door, the door to the bar or whatever that she must've just came out of. She's like right outside of a bar. I see a group of men, older men, walking out of the bar with like music gear and they're loading the car that she's right in front of. So I see these men coming out like, and I'm noticing the scene, like all there's these women on the street that are trying to help this woman on the ground. She's crying and throwing up. And there's a group of men who are moving kind of around this situation. So I stand there and I'm just like, what? I, I start, I stop. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, what, what, what's happening here, y'all? What the fuck is happening? What, who, what, why is she on the ground? What's going on? And the women are like, yeah, we stopped to try and figure out what's going on too. So I'm like, well, who the fuck is she with? I'm getting prickly now. Like, what, what, what is this? Because these men that are walking in and out of this bar are acting like she's not there. Finally, I gotta hold my crystal because this story makes me pissed. <laughs> um, finally, one of, and I will never forget this man's face. If I ever see this man's face, I'll never forget him. <laughs> So this man, this tall, lanky, Caucasian, no, he was a white man. He had like grayish, peppery hair, whatever. He was trying to look young for his age. He had on a button-up shirt, black and white button-up shirt, some slacks, and he was carrying out an amp, like a guitar amp. By the point, by the time that I'm now like getting loud, like what the fuck is going on? Why is, what is this? And he looks at me straight in the face and he says, don't worry about her. 
She does this all the time. And he walks past me and just opens the, the back of the car and starts loading the amp into it. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. You're not Because my, my ex is standing here right next to me at this point, right? And at this point, um, you know, well, all was in its P's and Q's in how we are very good at keeping up appearances. So, you know, he's quickly kicking into gear of like, okay, well, how can we help the situation as, I, as am I? So I'm like, what do you mean? Don't, don't worry about her. I'm confused. So I am, I'm looking at, she's still crying and stuff. So I run into the bar and I go to the bartender and I'm like, excuse me, do y'all see this lady out here on the ground? Why is nobody helping her? Can we get her some water? Can we get her some tissue, something to clean her up? There's throw up all over her dress. Like I'm stopping all of the shit. Cause I'm pissed. I'm like, no, we're not gonna. Mm-mm. And they're like, yes, ma'am. I know we've been watching and we didn't know what to do. And to, I said, well, get us some goddamn water. So give me some water, give me some towels. And I took the shit out to her, got right down on the ground with her. I'm cleaning her up. I'm giving her the water. Meanwhile, these two women are still don't know what to, these other women that are watching. They're, they're just like, we don't want to leave. And the guy now, can, he starts to chuckle and laugh. And his friends are as well. And mind you, what I find out, we all finding out is that this is the band that just played at this bar so like they just played the bar and then their their show is ending and they're loading to go and this is one of the women that apparently well at this point we don't know what the fuck is going on so i stopped the man and i'm like excuse me sir what do you mean she do this all the time oh well she does this all the time and then he goes over and he starts to mock her in her face like laugh at her and everything and she's crying and she's just obviously like drunk and so I don't leave her. And I'm like, okay, honey, you tell me what's going on. And mind you, this lady is of Asian descent. So I get on the ground with her and I say, what is happening? And she says, please help me. Please help me. He, she starts to try and yell at him, but she's so drunk that he's, it just makes her look like she's belligerent. And he just keeps laughing at her and mocking her, which is making all the other women mad. Like, what the fuck? How do you, what is this situation? 111. It's 111 right now, PM. So thank you spirit for being in the room. Cause this one, this story, I have always wanted to tell people. So finally I'm like, okay, lady, ma'am, what, what, tell me everything. What's going on? I think I was, I mean, at this point, I think I was only like 25. I think it would be 25. This woman was in her, like, 40s. So, and she's skinny, so frail. And she said, he doesn't let me go anywhere. She's crying. And she says, I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be with him. He puts me in a a room and locks me in a room. He doesn't let me come out. Y'all, I'm instantly 11-11 on the clock. I'm instantly seeing exactly what the fuck this woman is telling me. Because, see, I know Portland. See, I was in social work before I became an official social worker. So I got to know a lot of the dark seediness of Portland. There is What Portland has is a very, very high instance of trafficking. And not just any trafficking. A lot of women and children from Asian countries get trafficked. In fact, there's a whole ass underground tunnel system in Portland from back when they used to actually kidnap and take people down underground. It's a lot of a lot of Chinese and Thai immigrants and stuff like that, Japanese immigrants, and get them all the way down to the coast under these um, and these tunnels, and then ship them off to wherever they was at. But they would keep them. You, there's little whole ass tours you can go down there and see still some of the chairs and shit that they'd bolted to the ground in the underground of Portland, fucked up nasty place that it is. So I'm still on the ground with this girl 
And I'm like, what do you mean he don't let you go nowhere? And she's trying to tell me through her crying and her throwing up that like, this is, this is, she just always tries to get away. She can't get away from him, but that he promised her a life and he didn't give it to her. And instead of the life that he promised her, she gets locked in a room a lot of times and don't get let out. And then when he takes her out, he dresses her up like this and she gets to be paraded around, right? Thing is, that screams to me, mail order bride, which is absolutely a fucking thing that still exists, especially over the, over there. And it screams trafficking. It screams all sorts of just DV situation, right? So he at some point when he sees me talking to her, he stops and he stands over both of us. And now he starts to talk down at me and her. Oh, absolutely fucking not. Not this black bitch. You ain't about to talk down to me. No, I don't. So I could kick right back at him. I stand up and I get right in his face and I'm like, absolutely not. You're going to tell me what the fuck this is. I'm going to call somebody. I'm calling the police right now. Well, the police aren't going to help you. Today. Okay, fine. So I get on the ground and I contact non-emergency police and I say, I need the embassy. I say, honey, which country are you from? I'm from Thailand. I need the fucking Thai embassy right now. And I stay on that phone and I sat on the ground with her for an hour to make sure that the fucking Thai embassy knew that there is a woman here in this country right now being trafficked. And she's on the ground right now, throwing up drunk. And the person she's with is telling her to just get in the backseat of the car. So I'm on the phone and I'm on hold. And the girl who answers the phone, she's young too. Like she obviously don't know, you know, we're all people that work at these organizations and you only know what you know. I happen to just know a shit ton for just because I am who I am at that age. I knew a lot. I could tell that this girl didn't know how serious this shit was that like, so she's just telling me like, well, she's giving me all these options. And is there a person that the girl, look the girl, the woman is here with nobody. Okay. Can we get to this? Can we get to this? Da, da, da. It was like, I started to realize how fucked up our systems are that like here I'm sitting on the ground in a situation where there needs to be something that happens like right away to get this woman to safety and whatever bureaucratic red tape exists in that whole system was hitting us right then. It was like the only option I had if, if I had it was to take her home with me. So all these girls now we're standing around and we're like, what do we do? Like we actually called a meeting. It was me and like three other women that we didn't know each other from shit, but we stood over. We let her stand on the ground for a second. We had my, my ex stand with her and we came over and I was like, look, I work in social work. I know that there's all kinds of ways that we can help this woman. And the, it was like, we all felt so helpless. We all exchanged numbers. We made sure we got her name. We, but it was like, how do you get her? Like she doesn't exist. Like she doesn't exist in our country, essentially one five one five on the clock. She was essentially like a mail order bride, and there was no like necessary records of like even the name she gave us wouldn't be in any system. And so I felt so helpless that night. I remember just getting off the phone with the person and vowing, "I'm going to fuck back to school. I'm going to school, and I'm going to get my fucking degree because." I'm never going to be in a situation where I feel so helpless and I can't make sure that this woman gets to safety because what ended up happening was this motherfucker ended up, him and his bandmates actually started stepping in. Oh, she does this. She's just this. She's does this. Well, I have been that girl where she's, oh, she just does this. She's does this. I've been that person. I wasn't her yet. Well, I, had, I was starting to be her, I guess, but I was that person. And so I can see exactly how much danger that, that woman was in. And what ended up happening was she got put in the back seat 
And she just, after a while, she said, you know what? I have, I, I, it's okay. It's like, you know, a lot of victims, you know your situation better than everybody else does. And after we got all this water and we got her some food and we got her cleaned up, she really had nowhere else to go because she couldn't come home with any of us. Like it just, I, I was, I was an admin assistant at Girl Scouts, you know, like I, there was nothing I could do to help her. And so finally she was just like, it's okay. I'm just going to go back home with him. And she got in the back seat, and I remember her just crying more. I'm watching her crying while he just continued to load the car. And I said such a prayer for that woman. <clears throat> I said such a prayer for that woman. Um, and I was just like, I'm, no, no, this is never happening again. Like I'm never gonna experience where, where I'm letting somebody drive off like this with their abuser. Um, we kicked so much of a fit and all I kept thinking is when she go back, what's he gonna do to her? So I prayed that there would be just so many angels around that woman, somebody would free her, something would happen for her because this system failed her. Um, so, <laughs> so that now we fast forward to now. Here I am watching this thing online of this woman being hit with a brick and a black woman and a bunch of black men don't give a fuck where they're from. Some people were saying they're Somali and do you hear the accent? But no, don't give a fuck. I don't care who, where they were from. Human beings were standing around watching this woman be hit in the face with a brick um, for turning somebody down because he wanted her number. And there are so many people defending that. Like, it's caused all this controversy online because it's like, oh, well, what were they supposed to do? I got a wife at home. What does it look like me stepping in for one? Blah, 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 blah. Let me just say this right now. Bystanders are cowards, point blank, period. If you are seeing someone be attacked in the streets and you do nothing, you are attacking them in the streets. That, that, that is what that is. How is it that we just had the Alabama boat brawl where a black man, all he had to do was go, oh, and throw up his hat and swarms of motherfuckers came. Even Harriet Tubman herself came for this black man. Yet a black woman is being bashed in the face and the brick don't even leave her face. It Now she got the brick on her face, essentially. And no one did anything. No one did anything. I can't even find this woman's name online. She keeps being called the woman, woman hit with a brick. I don't even know this woman's name. We knew that Alabama broke ball. We knew everybody's name. We knew what everybody was wearing. We knew what they had for dinner, what they had for breakfast. We knew the last time they took a shit. Like, we knew everything. So why I'm saying this is because this is a very good example of how, of why I'm fucking here. Women are being treated like we don't exist in a time when we need to have all agency, all agency, all protection, we need to be honored in every way. This is the time where women need to be honored and protected. And yet it is a time where women are being blamed for their own fucking abuse. Bullshit. Like I'm, I don't understand why we're even questioning the race of the men. Why we're even questioning 
oh, you know, what are they supposed to do when one person has a brick? We, it doesn't fucking matter. You are a human being. And another human being is being bashed in the face with a brick in front of you. Do you know that that's what happened to us in slavery times? Do you know why the Alabama boat brawl was so important? Because slaves were forced to watch slave masters and all crowds of people abuse them in public and they were helpless to do anything. That was the time when they were helpless to do anything. That is a DNA memory that exists in black people. Squash it the fuck out, black people. Squash out the bystanderism. It's gone. It needs to be gone. It truly needs to be dead and gone at this point. We are no longer bystanders. I don't give a fuck if the person's skin is orange. I don't give a fuck if the person's skin is purple. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who it is. If you see somebody in the street getting attacked or hurt, step the fuck in and deal with the shit later. Believe that your ancestors are here to protect you. And to every man who stood around and watched her, every man on that fucking video that she picked up, coward ass motherfuckers. And I hope your karma comes for you hard. Like you will be punished for that. I'm just telling you that right now. And whoever the motherfucker was that actually hit her, somebody needs to find his ass, names and all. Karma needs to be dealt out. I'm not calling for nobody to go attack him. None of that. I just, we just need to know what the motherfucker's name is so we can give it to the ancestors. So we can let ancestors do what they need to fucking do at this point. Because this is bullshit. Two, 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 two on the clock. Like I'm, I can't sit back and not say anything because I know for goddamn sure that I was only 25, 24, 25 watching this whole ass different race of a woman, not even from this country, experience what she was experiencing at my young ass age and all of you at your big ass grown ass ages are holding whole ass conversations to somehow twist and justify the bystanderism that we all just watched. That, this is, when I say we in the fucking upside down, this is the goddamn upside down. This is how it looks. We keep flipping flop upside down. It was so good with the Alabama broke brawl. We literally showed out. We showed that we are humans. Well, now we're showing the animal side of us. The, the just absolute... I just keep thinking about slavery times. Maybe because I was there in a different life and I had to witness, we all had, we've all seen it on movies. In fact, well, I don't, I don't watch those. I can't watch those, but I'm sure there were scenes in 12 years of slave. Cause I read them in the book. So there had to have been scenes in 12 years of slave where people were being abused in front of other slaves. And those slaves had to watch and be traumatized by that and had to feel helpless and had to make up reasons for why they couldn't step in. Now is the time where there are no more shackles, not even your own, whatever the fuck going on in your head about why you can't help another person. Oh, oh, what the police gonna believe when they get here, blah, blah, blah. It don't give, God is watching you. Your God is watching you. Give a fuck about what the police are gonna do to you. What do you think your God is gonna do to you when you go to sleep at night? What do you think your God is gonna take from you for being a bystander? That is literally criminal to me. It's absolutely criminal. It is, the, it is the sickest thing to me in the world to be a bystander. So I'm calling on not just black people, not just black men. Black men do need to grow the fuck up. 
grow the fuck up. But all people at this point need to grow the fuck up. You are all humans. We are all humans. We are all bleeding the same goddamn blood. I will not see this happen again. Like, I'm not seeing this happen again. This is not happening again, where another woman is getting bashed in the face and no one does anything in real time. I mean, we could try that. We could try that. But at this point, I'm literally telling the whole world. Like, this, 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 let this be the example. Let the Alabama boat brawl, blah, Alabama boat brawl and this thing be the two examples of the changes that need to happen in this world on behalf of, for, and by fucking black people. We cannot expect everyone to come to come and solve our problems for us when we outright looking at how our problems are continuously being perpetuated by us. So to every black man that's hearing me, I don't give a fuck where you come from, what country you are in, what your nationality is. You are the descendant of slaves. You are all the descendant of the same shit and you're not, no one is better than anyone else. There is no reason anymore ever for any person with black skin to watch another person with black skin be attacked and abused, especially in public. You must stand up for each other. We must stand up for each other. And then everyone who is not black needs to also stand up for each other. And black people need to also stand up for everybody who's not black. Because if I can fucking do it, then you can do it. If I can get on the ground and sit with a drunk belligerent throwing up woman from another country that was trafficked through this fucked up country the way she was and don't have black skin, don't have white skin either. If I could fucking do that, you all can get yourselves together and help a woman in need. I can't even... Like, what the fuck else was supposed to happen to her before somebody else stepped in? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is that? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand the fucking logic. And maybe that's what makes me a goddamn alien. Because I'm looking at this like, how? How is there an excuse for any of it? So, to the woman who got hit with the brick, I don't know your name. Hopefully, if you want your name out there, maybe I'll learn it. But... I have sent prayers to you for your healing because I know that you have children and that you have a job and you can't eat for a week and all these things. So I pray for your healing and I pray for your continued protection and the protection of your children and everyone around you. To the man who hit this woman with the brick, you need to go find a rock and crawl under it. A cave, something. Go figure out how to start shitting in caves because don't nobody want to see your face no more. Go away. And to every bystander that was there, you should just start saying your prayers and asking your ancestors for forgiveness. To all these fucking conversations being had all over TikTok about this, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, oh, this place is an ignorant place. I'm, why I'm, it's so hard being here. Like it's literally, y'all don't understand how painful it is being here amongst you all ignorant people, not everybody, but from what I'm hearing, it's surprising me just how ignorant people are. Now, granted, that's not everybody who's listening to this in the collective. And everybody who knows that I'm not talking to them, you ain't gonna mind what I'm saying. And the ones who, so I guess the ones who matter don't mind and the ones that mind don't matter. You know, so either, the point is, if my message is touching home to you, is hitting a nerve, then it's for you. So look at ways in your own life that you have been a bystander. 
Not confronted evil when you see it. Not confronted violence when you see it. Because for goddamn sure, bystanderism is also an attack. Because for the person who it's having happened to, the extra added attack and form of abuse is being gaslit in that moment. Like you see me under fire, yet you're acting like it's not happening. And then you're making excuses for why I shouldn't be mad that it's happening, even though there's a brick forming on my face. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, people. So the conversations online, I will still be listening to them because y'all know I can be in lives and not be in lives. I've listened to a whole lot of fucking lives. There's a lot of people out there having these conversations. And there's women even. I heard a woman even this morning making excuses for these men. In fact, that's where I got the whole thing. Oh, well, they, were, they weren't from here. You know, they were Somali. And I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. If we can watch a dog be abused and then go and try to rescue it, then we can do the same for a black woman. We can do the same for any person. So just know if uh, anybody that's ever, you know, when we all one day meet, many of us, and we're all in person, many of us, just know that you're ever, if you're ever with me and I see something, I'm the bitch that's going to say something. Like I, because I already know that I'll be fine. Like I walked away from that lady fine. And I know that wherever she is, she has been taken care of because I prayed for her and I trust that. And I did, I helped to show her, me and the other women that night, we showed her, you are in this country, but you are not alone. And no, what he's doing to you is not okay. And there are people here who know about it. Like, I think that was just enough for that lady to be like, I'm okay. And she went back. Granted, you know, again, I'll never know what actually happened to her. But I can sleep at night knowing that I didn't just stand around and do nothing. The fuck? I cannot believe that this is even our world. I mean, well, I should. I should. It's not the fucking sim world that I wish that I, oh, that I, wish that I could. <laughs> Everything just be peace, happiness, love, light, and justice. So this isn't that world, but we're slowly getting there. One, one day at a time, we're getting there. So yeah, that, that's all this was. It was just to come on and, and say fuck you to the people that were bystanders. Fuck you to the people that are supporting the bystanders. And bless God to the people who see it for what it really is. And continue to raise your voices. Like what the f- I just don't even understand that. I don't understand how you could see a person be hit with a brick and do nothing. What What's in people's heads? It's, I genuinely try to figure that out. I try to, you know, like I know there's a lot of music in my head. <laughs> But like, what is it that goes on? It's just crickets. Is it, is it like space? Is it, is it just void of sound? Is it void of sense? Like I don't be getting people. I don't be getting the stupidity of people sometimes. So, and people call me stupid, please. So I hope this was helpful. <laughs> I'm releasing a bit of rage onto the collective because it's deserved and for the people that you know needed to hear it this way, you're welcome. To my 90 day fiance people, <laughs> I love y'all so much and I'm gonna be catching up. I hope Paul get found. I hope he's not dead somewhere in the goddamn Brazilian forest or jungle or whatever. And I hope to pray for their kids. I'll pray for everybody's kids and their lives. I pray for all of us. <laughs> Somebody find Paul, <laughs> shit. All right. 
I love y'all so much. <laughs> Blessed be to everyone. Enjoy this rest of your Labor Day. Um, and I will see y'all soon. Bye. <laughs>